What's up, guys? Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. This is behind the scenes of our best days podcast, and this is season season four. Season four. Yeah. And we are <laughs> we are so grateful. Yeah. To be with you guys. So great. we're so thankful for anyone who listens to us. Yeah. Even if you don't like us, yeah, we're like still listening. You're still listening. Yeah. Even if you're like, I hate these yeah, guys. If you listen for critique. If <laughs> even if you listen to make fun of us, we're grateful. We're grateful. It's like, <laughs> yeah. man, we're so blessed by yeah. your critique. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> by your critiquing. Okay. Yeah. So for those of you, uh, again, I always feel like I need to explain mm-hmm. what we are, who we are. My name is John. My name is Arvin. Yes, this is John. This is Arvin. <laughs> I'm John. And, and basically, we help on the live production side with Victory Church here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. We have an entity of five different entities. We have a camp. We have a Bible college, a Christian school. Then we have a dream center. Right. And then we have our central campus yeah. with um, two other campuses and, of course, our online community. Mm-hmm. And within it, you know, we serve our pastors, Pastor Paul and Ashley, yeah. um, you know, some great things have been happening this summer, working on a fall film mm-hmm. and on our Christmas 2022 script. Absolutely. And we had our Victory Youth Conference this summer. Yeah. Whew. We're also working on an album with Victory Worship Amazing. that they'll be releasing. So you guys get to see the best days. Yeah. But this podcast is talking about behind the scenes Absolutely. of the best days. Absolutely. And in fact, okay, so you actually were getting ready to tell a story that oh, has yeah. nothing to do with anything, <laughs> but I'm just making a segue sentence. I bet I'll but figure out how like, to intro it. Okay, so <laughs> for out. instance, if those of you who have been in an Uber, you're like, okay, <laughs> this is what I get shown. This is my experience in the Uber. But then there's a behind the scenes of an Uber. There's, there is a whole digestive immunity system within an uber that's very good um you know which is just a thing but you had an uber experience i was at a mcdonald's pause for uh applause Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i was at a mcdonald's um in oklahoma city yesterday uh i was in town for an event and then um i i I walked to the mcdonald's from the stadium it was so hot that um i just ordered an uber back to it and this car pulls up. It's me and three friends. And uh, the coolest guy I've probably ever met. Is, the Uber guy. Yeah. His name was Michael. He had amazing, like, dreads down to his waist. Oh, and his car wow. is covered in Minnesota Vikings, like, flags, carpet. The steering wheel is a Minnesota Vikings steering wheel. And, okay. Uh, we and were, this is in Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. All right. We're just headed for to see Kendrick Lamar in Oklahoma City <laughs> on his new tour. And uh, I get in, and I guess he knew that was happening because he put Kendrick on in the car. And I walk <laughs> in, and it was this pleasant conversation. And then he got me right up to the door of the stadium. So it was such a sweet experience. I really enjoyed it. I just was like, I got out, and I was like, five stars for sure. Yeah, five, and, you, and you're like, I know you just drove me across the street, <laughs> yeah, and this was a 10 second all. car ride. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it yeah. did change it was my like life. A Six dollar Uber, uh, but it was, it was. I really, I got out and I was like, man, that was, that was great. That was pleasant. Yeah. You're like, that was actually better than the concert. <laughs> what yeah, was his name? Uh, his name was Michael. Have any of you ever had a powerful connection to your Uber driver? For me, I know, like. <laughs> There, there has been different moments where 
Um, I guess I just grew up with parents. My parents were the founding pastors here yeah, at Victory. Absolutely. And I don't know if your parents are these people yeah. to where wherever they are sitting in an airplane yeah. or in an Uber, it is an opportunity for yeah. them to say, do you know Jesus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you were to die right now, yeah. if you were to get in a car wreck and our heads go through <laughs> this front of this windshield and we were to be decapitated, yeah. would you go to heaven or hell? Yeah. And then the Uber person, of course, is shook and is like, <laughs> what are you saying? Yeah. And it's like, are you yeah. a believer? Right. Um, anyways, <laughs> that type of a segue. I Oh, I forgot to tell you. The the funniest part yes. is he's covered in Minnesota Vikings gear. Yes. And I go, Oh, are you from Minnesota? And he goes, Mm-mm. Like, okay. <laughs> just a big fan. Yeah, he's just like a big fan, I guess. Man, I'm so grateful for humanity, for yeah. things like that that so happen. Unique, it just makes the eclectic. day better. Yeah. Okay, so back to my story. Thank please, you for interrupting. Please. Yes, you're welcome. Um so <laughs> Yeah, there has been multiple times where someone began venting to me, where really? I, an Uber driver, venting to me about oh, a relationship, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I go, "Yeah, man, like yeah. I have, I was giving him nothing. Yeah. I wasn't giving at all. Yeah, and and then he began to cry. Oh, and then my he was goodness. like." So can you help me? Pulls out a dating app. And he was like, what do you think? Oh my and he was gosh. like, who should be my rebound? Oh my God. And he is showing me on his phone oh. who he's swiping left, swiping right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I go, um, you know, I think, uh -huh. uh, I mean, you're just taking me to the airport. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and then, and then I go, and I was like, Hey, do you mind if I pray for you? Oh wow. And he, and, this has happened twice. Nice. Not the whole app thing, but where someone was having an issue with their relationship, yeah. a breakup or a divorce or something like that. Sure. And I've, and, and they were just venting and then I prayed for them mm. and I was like, hey, let me just pray. Real quick prayer and then cried. Yeah. And then they were like, can I hug you? Oh my gosh. I've had two wow. Uber drivers hug me. And oh I was like, my gosh. okay, maybe I do have a little bit of pastor Sharon in that's me, which is my mom. That's right. But with less of the, you know, like, <laughs> like if you were to die right now. Um, yeah. anyways, yeah, you have your own um, style. yeah. So anyway, I, so Uber, Ubers are, are great. Absolutely. And we would love to hear those of you who are listening or watching, stories. maybe your funny Uber stories. So yeah. today, we are actually talking about um, that. This is this is something that that we, me and Arvin, have been digesting. Mm. Has been the immunity of an institution. Yeah, I know that sounds like a really boring long word. <laughs> Basically, what it is is it's like you know you have a body, you're healthy, yeah. but maybe you have a cough, not yeah. COVID, but a cough. Right. But you can still function. Exactly. That's the same thing at a church, at an organization. Yeah. So that is a institutional immunity. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, for instance, we have talked about this before. One of my, one of uh, someone that I really like is Bob Iger, mm -hmm. who was once over Disney. Yeah. And during that time, he talked about it was in the middle of them um, finalizing their partnership with Marvel mm -hmm. that, in 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 all of the Disney parks were running, mm -hmm. everything was going mm -hmm. on. Now then tragedy struck yeah. at one of their resorts yeah. with a young kid that got attacked by an alligator yeah. in Florida, in yeah. Florida. Yeah. And you listen to his, you listen to his, he was like, I was in this other part of the world mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. finalizing a deal yeah. of, um, of getting Marvel yeah. with Disney. Yeah. And then an hour later, 
I'm on the phone with a family that My has goodness. just lost their son. Unbelievable. Those two things coexisting in the same day. Yikes. And, you know, of course, and where, regardless where you stand with Disney, that's not what this is about. Yeah, no, the the whole point is, that is yeah. that the organization of them being like, okay, is like, what do we need to do yeah. to be the best thing for this family right now yeah what do we need to do to comfort yeah. to to be there for them yeah very very awful um to and, and then to go the extra mile to make sure that this never happens again absolutely absolutely and then at the same time while all this is happening <laughs> having a smile on your face because that night is the fireworks show yeah yeah imagine that Unbelievable. imagine being a leader yeah and during worship, someone comes up to you, and now this is a very, very, now this is not anything like it, but the immunity of an institution of, um, now this happened to us before, this is so vastly different from the Disney example, but we're in the middle of worship, and then all of a sudden, the power goes out. Yeah. Then, um, and our sanctuary, it seats a little over 4,300 people. Um, it was pretty full, and during that, um, someone comes up to Pastor Paul in the front and they go, the power is off. Our generators are being turned on. The power won't come on yeah. for another two hours. Mm. So it is completely dark. Yeah. The floodlights are on and we have kids <laughs> in classrooms. Oh you have like kid services, uh, nursery. Uh, and so immediately... Wow. It, the question is, do we still do we still go through with church? Yeah. Because church has just been going for 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The room is full. Everyone is seated. Oh, my God. Like, what do you do? Yeah. But then at the same time, Pastor Paul is like, man, I prepared all week for this sermon. I have sure. this word. Yeah. So now we set up this issue. This issue actually happened. Yeah. So immediately now how we handled it is probably different from other organizations or Perhaps, other ministries sure. it's probably different now how we handled it is all right let's move all of the kids into rooms with windows nice all right nice. so let's do that all right we had backup box fans let's put box fans in all of the rooms yeah. it was not during a hot time of the year thank, cool, god. thank god um then we uh, immediately got the larger carpet fans that you would do mm -hmm, to like dry mm -hmm. carpet, brought them in the sanctuary, turned them on. So it was pretty loud. Yeah. But then we went into an acoustic worship set. Wow, yeah. And we had just come back from a missions trip to Ghana, oh Africa. And so Pastor Paul was on this kick of being like, wow. hey, I was just in a soccer stadium where everyone was singing How Great Is Our God, mm. and there was 8,000 people there, mm. and they did not have electricity. Yeah. I think we can do this and get out of our American bubble. Right, right. And so wow. for him, now, of course, what I'm saying is that this is different for every church. Sure, sure. So I'm not saying you should copy and paste this, mm -hmm. but Pastor Paul then began to preach a sermon mm. and go into worship from a megaphone wow. that we yeah. that we had for like youth for like a youth camp service yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that so anyways that happened and then that whole time everyone was behind the scenes rushing trying to figure out when we release these adults mm -hmm. What do we need to do to make sure everyone is safe, that no one falls? Because wow. they're, they're, they're yeah. lawsuits. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. if parents feel like they need to go get their kids right now and leave, yeah. let's get them their kids. Right. Like right. you have everything from customer service. To, so anyways, thank God 
it like the hand of God was on it. No one got hurt. No um, lawsuit. But like, wow. if you've been in a ministry for 40 years, victory yeah. has been for 41 years. Yeah. You're going to experience things that are going to test your institutional immunity. immunity. Absolutely. And so sometimes, uh, I, at least for victory, um, you know, there are some really great ministries out mm -hmm, there that mm -hmm, are mm -hmm. that are like everything is planned to a T. Yeah. I don't know about those of you listening, but like for me, I love I love everything organized. True. I like things color coded. Yeah. I have different Sharpies and markers yeah. on my to do list that I like scratching off that is just kind of funky or whatever. Mm. One thing that I can always grow in is flexibility and last minute curveballs. Sure. Yeah. So. For victory, it is unique because it is somewhat of a cruise ship. Sure. You know, because of the five entities, and you can't turn a cruise ship on a dime. No, yeah. So, like, one one decision, um, something that we're in right now, this summer of 2022, we moved our services from 11 a.m. to 11.15 uh -huh. yeah. because of the animosity that would happen <laughs> with parents picking up the kids from the 9 a.m., yeah. dropping off the kids for the 11, yeah. and the line of parents Absolutely. waiting. Yeah. Because of security, we do like a check-in process with every single kid. Yeah, so Absolutely. as you regardless, should. Regardless if the service is amazing and God moves, if people are, I'm sorry, if people are ticked. Yeah, um, I'll fix it. Yeah. <laughs> if people are ticked, yeah. Then they're never going to come back. Yeah. And then we didn't really do our job as a church. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we were like, let's push it back 15 minutes. So now we're like, hey, we're coming back into the school year. Yeah. Do we go back to 11 a.m. or do we keep it at 1115? Mm. You know, for different reasons. So we're kind of going through. But, you know, and the, the conversation is, well, you know, um, it, like there's pros and cons to each thing. Yeah. But. Bottom line is, is that everyone is like, but our goal is to be flexible because mm. once we decide, no, this is the only way, right? Then we're not open yeah. to adjusting and shifting. Now mm. I say all this to be, I believe in once you make a decision yeah. from an organization or from leadership, sure. you got to stick with yeah, it. Sure. Or you can go, we're going to do this for eight weeks yeah. or we're going to do this for three months and then see yeah. where we're at. Absolutely. You know, as long as you're communicating to people and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But anyways, but you said something about facilitating flexibility. Talk about that oh, from yeah. behind the scenes of a production. Because right yeah. now we're working on fall, fall film. film. Absolutely. And in a perfect world, we have people that we work with. Sure. Some of our, our cinematographer. Yeah. Um, you know, Ryan Stafford, yeah. certain people yeah. that they love everything planned out. Totally. Excel sheet. Totally. But yeah. talk about facilitating flexibility yeah. within within your organization. Absolutely. I'm the same way where I really enjoy having my ducks in a row, making sure everything is presentable, ready to go, and that everyone has the vision on their mind, the same verbiage, et cetera, et cetera. I love it. Then there are uh, moments where because the world is fluid, because there's a cruise ship involved, because there's so many things going on all at once, there are um, un- predictable factors like weather conditions for the cruise ship basically and uh you and can, he's not talking about a real cruise ship. no i mean we're, like the, we're the institution about. that we work in but also like i mean this could apply to a family unit like if yeah. you're a family i've talked to people who are uh moms who have specific uh plans for how they want their kids days to go and then life happens you know right and uh, uh n life happens the most in a church environment and for so, sure. so um, with a lot of these productions that we have, 
there's a lot of chaos in the world around us or in the events we have or however we're trying to make something happen. And it can be a temptation. This is very behind the scenes. I love yes. that we're talking about this. Talk it. Um, it's, it can be a temptation to re- resign yourself to it's all just chaos. And, you and, just kind and of, say that. Yeah, say it, spread it, it, throw the papers in the air and go, Say it oh, to the knows? actors, right. say it to the wardrobe team, the makeup team, yeah. being like, oh, rolling your eyes. Right. But what that is, that is the equivalent of if I'm a healthy person and then I get a cough, being like, I'm dying. Oh. And it's, it's becoming hopeless. So that then the, is good. The attitudes of. I, the, I hope you guys are yeah. connecting the dots with what Arvin is saying. Basically, okay. where, I'm, where I'm headed is that leadership demands not fakeness, but faith in the long term reality over the short term reality. Okay. Yeah. Ministry and leadership requires right. faith and trust in the long term reality. reality. Yeah. So it doesn't mean that your feelings of, I'm so upset, things are so chaotic. Sure. It doesn't mean that your emotions aren't real. Right. It just means after an hour, mm-hmm. you may not feel the same. Sure. Yeah. And so just be careful yeah. about making a concrete assumption. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's that right now, this person's frustrating you. Right now, this situation is is making you upset. I think Pastor Paul, I, no one's asked me to say this about him, say but it. I think he's probably one of the best people I've seen who publicly and privately has a duck's back, meaning like, it's just going to fall off me. I'm not going to, it's not the whole Punchinello, Max Lucado story. Like, I'm not going to let your criticism or your praise stick to me for too long. Yeah. And so... Um, on these productions, I've seen it during conferences. It's just that there are so many fluid things happening, moving parts, and uh, a a poor leader who may not even know that it's bad leadership will um, kind of demonstrate their how freaked out they are um, and showcase it to other people. And there are moments where and some people get axed, fired right away. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They just they're they're out of the picture. Um, but then there are moments where you have to pause and say, okay, is this thing still happening? Are the people still involved? Are we still getting, in our case, it's often like, are we still getting the footage and the shot? Yeah. And then is there an immune system that needs to fight back against, oh, I noticed that this person who was um, delegated this specific area, they crumbled under the pressure and then they took it out on a volunteer. Ooh, okay. So for example, it's like if we are building a large prop one year, we, I really, really wanted to do a large Cobra. Ah, yeah. I remember that. So we built a large Cobra Yeah, and there was a lot of people, there was an individual who was over it and it was like within a production Mm -hmm. and we brought it out and it just wasn't working within the production. And it was like, the night before yeah. we were going to open up, mm-hmm. but they spent so much time on it mm-hmm. and there was volunteers involved, people yeah. who tried their best, who did their best, yeah. who sacrificed, yeah. stayed up late. Right. And then, you know, the institution of Victory Productions, yeah. like our immunity is, okay, do we... The the thing was, and, and thank God it worked out. I, I thought it was not going to go well, mm-hmm. but it was like we went to the person yeah. that was over it. Mm-hmm. And instead of shifting blame, right, like what you just said, yeah. they, they were like, you know what? 
I agree. It is not working. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so we we told them we're like, thank you. Mm. It's not going to be used. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and we don't know if it ever will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know the feelings were hurt. Sure. I know. Sure. I could see it. Yeah. You could see it. Right. I felt like a, a piece of poo. Mm. You know, saying it. No. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, it was like I saw how they responded, mm-hmm. and I was like man they are incredible yeah and i know that that's not like it everywhere no that's what's interesting but maybe you have been involved at a ministry or at an organization to where whoever's over planning a christmas party and things don't happen and then they point and they blame the volunteers yeah sure and you're just like well you you were over it yeah yeah yeah, like take ownership of it so anyways that is a institutional immunity yeah it is how strong is the immunity of your organization or right. your department or your worship team yeah. or your creative department yeah. or uh, of your family right. or whatever it is, yeah. um, is that sometimes um, it is one of those things that, uh, it, it like you said, mm-hmm. if I have a cough, do I go, I'm dying. I guess I'm dead. I guess I'm dead. It's over. Yeah. Or when you have a cough, you're like, I'm going to take some vitamin C yeah. and I'm still going to be able to perform. Exactly. It's the same thing whenever you hit those things behind the scenes. Yeah. You know, I we had a Victory Youth Conference this summer. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing was is that in the so whenever we do our Victory Conference, there's so many people involved. But with this youth conference, yeah. everyone who put on, whoever, who, everyone who put it on yeah. was like 24 years old and younger. Yeah. Like I'm talking like from 17 years old to 24 years old, they put on the whole conference. So cool. And it was mind blowing to where I was like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. Thank God. And like I said, I know this isn't the case everywhere. Now leading up the few days before it was kind of a poop storm a little (laughs) bit, you know, trying to figure out things from budget and just things that they didn't think of because none of these people have children yeah and so they're not thinking from a parent's perspective on safety or making sure Sure. that bathrooms are unlocked or small things of like do we have trash cans set up or all of those small details that's where we're stepping in and we're helping yeah you know as adults but allowing them the immunity of, of of victory of being like okay yes there was a lot of things not done right um leading up into sure. it but look at the impact god had on this conference 100%. and look what god did right. through the young leaders exactly and it was above and beyond it, it was one of the best things we've ever done in our ministry unbelievable wow it really was and it wasn't that when i say the best things we've ever done it was the best thing that i've seen god do through students Praise god. and through young leaders incredible to where i was like okay yeah. yeah 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 there's no doubt in my mind that this was yeah. necessary yeah it was necessary for us to get thrown into the fire and then yeah. you know start dancing and figure things out <laughs> you know what i mean because yeah. it made people grow up absolutely. it made them be like okay absolutely you know yeah yeah, um, yeah and so anyways more about institutional immunity is also picking your pain yeah okay that's amazing so we go back to that 11 a.m and 11 15 service so right now yeah I, and i know that this probably doesn't apply to those everyone who's listening but yeah here it is, is that when you start a service at 1115 and, and for us, 
you know, Pastor Paul and Pastor Ashley, they really believe in a worship experience. Mm -hmm. There are some churches that they go, hey, worship is 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. Ministry time um, is two minutes. And then we go into videos and then there's offering Mm -hmm. and then there's a video and then there's a sermon. Mm -hmm. And then we're done by an hour and 20 minutes. Everything is boom, bop, bing. It's timed, which is great. Sure, absolutely. That's just not how we are. Yeah. And that was another thing that we had to figure out what is our, what, who are we? Like whenever victory says we're a church, what does that mean for us? It is definitely, um, pastor Paul, he is going to do what he does in his sermon. Yeah. Um, me working with him and being the creative director and being over live production. I just was like, I'm going to stop telling my pastor and my younger brother what to do. I'm just going to allow him to flow. I trust him. Um, you know, because I kept on trying to put him in a box of being like, hey, you need to um, end this time. And and so I literally, while he was preaching, yeah. this was a few years ago. I'm not proud of it. I would send up the keys. Oh, okay. And then Pastor Paul, whenever you send up the keys, <laughs> FYI, it means let's wrap it up. It's the Oscars music it's, coming it's on. It's the Oscars music coming <laughs> on to being like, okay, yeah. let's get to the point. <laughs> let's get to the altar call yeah. because people have to, you know, because I'm all about systems and stuff like sure, that. Sure, yeah. And then Pastor Paul would look back at the keys and he would finish. Yeah. And it may be 20 minutes. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, and, and then there was multiple times where he'd be like, I know someone sent up the keys because they want me to finish. But uh, and then he would ask the congregation, he'd go, do you guys mind if I go a little bit longer? Yeah. And they would go, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Every time. Because yeah. he was on a roll. Absolutely. Like God was speaking. God Absolutely. was moving. And I was like, OK, I'm the I'm the idiot that yeah. is trying to do this. The same thing in worship is that we began putting in our planning center a designated time Mm. to where it was a flow time. Mm -hmm. Again, I know this is not for every church, but instead of doing four songs, it was like, we're going to do three songs. Mm -hmm. And then right here during this moment, it's a flow time. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, well, what's going to happen during that time? (laughs) Well, because we, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) because we've gotten to a point. I don't think you can do that right off the bat. Like I said, this is yeah. for victory. It's not for any other you church. Need muscle you gotta, to be that flexible. Yes. Yeah. And it was one of those things to where our pastors felt we are going to put healthy pressure on our worship team to flow in the spirit mm. during that time. Yeah. Which is it could bomb. <laughs> and you know what? It it had before. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't mean that you stop doing it exactly. because the institutional immunity is, Let's you know what? Yeah. We had a cough, but this is not going to stop us from yeah. continuing to do what we yeah, do. Exactly. I am sore from working out, sure. but that doesn't mean I'm not going to work out today. 100% right. Yeah. So it was like, okay, so if this is who we think we should be, we're going to keep this spot in. Uh-huh. So, but it is also picking your pain of being like, it may not be awesome the first time. Right. Sure. Because you like, this is not planned. Yeah. And this is a time where we're going to allow God to move. Right. Right. Now with the services, it is okay. Do we go back to the 11 a.m. service? If we do, then we could go back to upset parents Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in that That transition time, that transition time. Yeah. But people get in, get out in time to go to lunch. Sure. Sure. Here's the thing. Whenever you do a service at 11:15 and you have a and you have a good healthy <laughs> service, mm-hmm. victory is a little bit longer than an hour and a half, you yeah. know, an hour and 40 minutes. Sure. That means that people that kids are hungry in kids service. Yeah. So it is like, okay, do we want hungry kids 
with tummies growling in yeah. service yeah. to where people turn around and they go, what was that? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's like, my t my stomach is growling because it is like 1245 and we haven't eaten because we're in service. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or do you have upset parents before? So you're picking your pain yeah. Yeah. to figure out, okay, what do we want? Yeah, which pain? Which pain mm -hmm. are we okay with? Yeah. And then it came to the point to where our children's team was like, we will provide snacks. Mm, so, so we're smart. okay with that pain. Yeah. Because of this, we're able to better serve our parents and give them a better product. Yeah. So anyways, wherever you are at, it is unique to ask those questions of, okay, number one, who are we yeah. whenever we say this is who we are? Right. And then your immunity is like, uh, you know, sometimes with our productions, mm -hmm. Our productions is I am notorious mm -hmm. for if I don't like a song, I will continue to work on it in a studio. Yeah. Now, ideally, our dance choreographer, Jill Stafford, mm -hmm. wants to choreograph the whole dance mm -hmm. a month out. That way, because we're working with volunteers, oh, yeah. they're not like professional dancers. No, sure. You know, they do awesome, Absolutely. but it's like, yeah. So if she choreographs a dance and I add a different beat mm. to it after she's already choreographed yeah. 150 cast members, Ooh, yeah. you will, you better believe there is a very yeah. um, animosity or, or a, a ticked off conversation that yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I respond and I'm like, hey, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night if this song did not sound this evolve way. yeah if it did not sound this way because yeah. i have this overall perspective of how i'm wanting yeah. the production to go yeah and so i know you're upset i apologize in the future i'm going to get better at getting this sooner mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. just so you know until the day i die until yeah. you know we're doing these productions or whatever i'm probably going to be evolving the music up into two weeks to maybe even 10 days out mm -hmm. before the production yeah so you know but that is just who we are that's right. part of right victory production absolutely you know what absolutely. i mean which is kind of a unique niche thing to do or sure. say but that's what we're talking about about yeah. picking your pain of being like oh man uh do i not do anything right. do i just allow them to move forward um and then you're there and you're like yeah yeah this is not as awesome as it could be mm -hmm. do you leave in the cobra do you leave in right. the dance with the old music that you're not crazy about? Right. Or do you just rip that Band-Aid off and you go, we're going to do it yeah. because we have facilitated flexibility. Yeah. And within our immune system, you know, our immune system is strong. We can handle this. <laughs> we yeah. can handle this. Yeah, absolutely. And that's really the point of it is that uh, you create a model that can constantly, from a place of organization, pull the kite back toward organization but on the way the flexibility allows the production the day that you have scheduled ahead of you the conference whatever the event may be uh it enables the best parts to actually happen yes. where we always talk about having margin for miracles where it's like yeah make <laughs> a plan absolutely but Mike Tyson said it really well everyone's got a plan till you get punched in the face that's and, true that uh, like that's what's going to happen. And so I've seen a lot of people, and I think this is where this applies to the majority of people in this way. You have dreams and plans and visions and goals for your life, whether they're church or not. They have, they have nothing, it doesn't matter. Um, let's say a guy is saying, I, I really want to preach. You go, okay, great. Can you uh, fly 19 hours to Burkina Faso 
and can you ride in the back of a car without AC for eight hours and then get several bug bites and then they hand you the mic and say, go ahead. So what I'm saying is when you envision the vision, you just see it happening. But the so way you to see, it. Yeah. But yeah. The, so, so you see, no, I like where you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like, man, I see this dream of one day this building being built. Sure. I'm going to buy this land. Sure. I'm going to buy 10 acres. Yeah. And I'm going to build fill in the blank. I'm right. going to build the world's greatest athletic complex mm -hmm. this the world's greatest mm -hmm. lifetime mm -hmm. fitness mm -hmm. and sure. and this is what it's going to be yeah but can you do it when the city comes back and they say hey zoning permits right Here, are here's the this, cost this and that yeah, yeah. this is the cost yeah and we know that you counted the cost of the building structure but did you count the the cost of getting in um dirt mm -hmm. to level the ground right because without leveling the ground, if you just lay concrete, it's not gonna work. then it's not going to work and the yeah. foundation will crumble after Absolutely. two years. Absolutely. It is very unique how people want the vision, but it is the counting the cost. And that's what happens. It's picking yeah. the pain yeah. and all that is. This is what the whole point of today's podcast is, is building your immunity. Yeah. Now, Absolutely. again, I'm not talking about vitamin C, even right. though that's great. Sure. I'm not talking about your physical body. I'm talking about building your immunity. Yeah around what your vision is exactly around what your organization yeah, is yeah. being like okay is this and anytime you face something go ahead and ask it right is this building my immunity mm -hmm. or is this something where i should throw in the towel mm, yeah and most people unfortunately that's what ends up happening is en route to the god-given dream mm. whatever it might be the costs of heightening your health and immune system mentally and emotionally is too severe and people decide to quit uh, a biblical example i really like is um david who was the king of israel his, one of his sons rebels against him tries to take over yeah and uh so they start this civil war out of ego out of what whatever nothing and um innocent people die and and then david's son absalom ends up dying as well and so technically david has won publicly but privately he is mourning the loss of his son. Because his son died. Not just his physical death, but the fact that my son's heart was turned against me. Ooh, and so the attack came tough. there. And so he's mourning the loss of his son. And then when the soldiers come back, the vibe is not, we just won a battle. We just saved our nation. The vibe is like, oh, he's really hurt and upset. So one of his advisors, I forget the name, um, but one of, I think, I don't know, whoever it was, uh, comes to him and says, hey, like, I understand what you're going through. However, right now you need to bleed in private and I need you to show those soldiers that you're proud of what they just did. And so that's the challenge of, and so David did that. David does. He shows up, he goes, Hey, thanks. Like the, what you did was amazing. What you did. And was we incredible. got our nation back. Wow. Okay. So everyone who wants to be a leader, mm -hmm. that is such a strong story right. because you don't think about, you think, all right, just a quick outline of what Arvin yeah, just said. Yeah. And as we come to an end, sure. is that David was a king and mm -hmm. leader. He was a head pastor of a church. Sure. And then his son, who was the youth pastor, turned against him, yeah. took over the church, bashed his name, yeah. and then started a war yeah. wanting to kill his own father. Right. And so David was forced into a war. Mm -hmm. 
got the church back, yeah. got the got the nation back, but his son died right. in the process. Right. So he was like, that was bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. Right. That was my son. He turned against me. Yeah. I had to fight him and he died. Right. But then, you know, that I, I know I'm saying at church, but mm-hmm. then, you know, the people come back and they were like, Hey, mm-hmm. we did this, mm-hmm. you know, like, do we celebrate? Is it a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Like we're looking to you as our pH mm-hmm. level. And mm-hmm. David has both of those coexisting inside of him as right. a leader. Right. Can you have both things coexisting in you? Can you have the venom and the, um, and, and basically, uh, the venom cure mm-hmm. coexisting yeah. in your immune system? That's right. That is where you have a strong immune system as right. a leader. Right. And you don't throw in the towel. You don't shut up. You go, I'm going to mourn mm-hmm. privately. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to praise these men because they did yeah. give their Everything lives. Everything they wanted, needed to do. Yeah, they did it. They did it. Right. And so anyways, yeah. it is unique that people want leadership until they realize the yeah. immune system that it takes. Yeah. Gene Edwards wrote that book, A Tale of Three Kings. And in one of the scenes, he poetically says... David's talking to one of the guys and explaining the situation with Absalom. And David sarcastically shouts, he goes, and men fight to become kings? Meaning like, who would want this? Who would ask for this? So I think that, and this is the last thing I say, I know we're wrapping up, but the fascinating thing is that this is a core tenet of the heart of God, that he not only accounts for the dream he gives you, but he understands the cost and he's trying to heighten your immune system so that it costs you less pain on the way. So you can pick your pain because if you don't pick your pain, your pain will pick you. Ooh, yeah, like, if you don't pick your pain, your pain will pick you. If I don't pick the pain of get up early, go to the gym, lift weights, do some cardio and then get cleaned up and go to work, then the worst pain I've ever felt in my life is after a three, four year period of not going to the gym. The pain mm. in my body, the pain in my joints, the pain in my uh, blood work, the pain in hearing a doctor tell me how I have to eat differently now. All of that stuff, that's a more severe pain. And so I think it's fascinating that in that story, uh, David's son Absalom, his hair is really long and he's really proud of it. And so while he's riding on a horse, he gets stuck in a tree. And yeah. He's hanging from a tree. Yeah, and his horse rides off. And he's stuck there. And that's how he gets pierced and Speared. wounded and killed. And so the parallel with God the Father is fascinating that his son also hangs from a tree and is pierced and wounded. And mm. so it's this understanding of if, if Jesus is the son of David, like, I get it. God's mm. saying, I get I know the cost you're in, enduring. And I think a lot of people, because there's not many... Uh, public conversations about this privately they get on a church staff or they start enacting God's vision for their life and the cost happens and because they'd never accounted or wanted God to allow that to happen they have no theology that includes that that spiritual flexibility so I guess what we're trying to do today is encourage people who are currently there because Everyone you meet is going through some private battle. For sure. Be it in a church context or not, uh, the reality is God sees you and he understands. And now he can actually heal your immune system. And you can heal and continue. And you don't. this doesn't have to be the end. This cough right. doesn't have to kill you. This cough doesn't have to kill you. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. You're not incomplete. You're just being, your immune system is being built. That's right. And so we want to encourage those of you who are listening or watching is that there is a new version for you Mm. that you have not met yet. I love it. There's a new version of you. Yeah. 
Yeah. Isn't that great? Absolutely. Is that we're promised to go from glory to glory. It, we, that's why we say our best days are right in front of it. Yeah. Our best days are right in front of us. Yeah. We genuinely believe 100%. that. I believe it for you. Yes. Yeah, Even if I've never met you, I believe it for you because yeah. it says it in the Bible. Right. And that's like a check that doesn't bounce. Exactly. Like I believe everything that the Bible says. Yeah. Even the things that hurt my feelings, mm -hmm. I believe it. Yeah. Um, Especially. So yeah. there is a new version of you. It will require your immune system to grow stronger. Big time. But when it does, oh my goodness. Yeah. Then it is one of those things to where you're like, yeah. why does the burden and the blessing come together right it's the same reason why every rose has its thorns <laughs> yeah, right absolutely. because the rose is beautiful yeah it also has thorns yeah 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 you know it is the same reason that you can't have the crown without the cross right it is all of those things but all of those things it actually drives you back in mm -hmm. to your relationship with god yeah because you go this is painful mm -hmm. i can't do this yeah but God. Right. And that's where his grace comes in. Wow. So anyways, we're excited for you guys to let us know yeah. about how your immune system is growing and how you're facilitating Man. flexibility, love to hear um, how you're picking your pain so your pain doesn't pick you. Yeah. Uh, and more Uber stories, please. <laughs> Absolutely. We, we love, love you guys. guys. See, you next See ya. Time. Nice, man. That was really good. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. I